Well, it's going to be a short and quick one. Just sounds like my sex life. Live from the BiffNet Studios World Headquarters in Spring, Texas, it's Barry on Deck. Hosted by former ESPN Houston radio host and stand-up comedian, Barry Laminat. Starring Oliver the Cat. Written by Barry Laminat. Produced by Barry Laminat. Directed by, you guessed it, Barry Laminat. Featuring sports, entertainment, special guests, film sessions, and some drinking. Okay, a lot of drinking. Viewer discretion is advised. And now, here's your host, Barry Laminak. What's up, you damn dirty deckheads? Welcome to Barry on Deck. I am your host, Barry Laminak. Thank you guys for being here. Today is Thursday, December 16, 2021, and this is episode number 388 of Barry on Deck. As always, Barry on Deck brought to you by the AP Law Group. If you've been injured in an accident, do yourself a solid. Make sure you call them, 713-913-GO-AP, or log on to aplawgroup.com. Hey, welcome to the program. It is an abbreviated show today. We have... So much going on right now. It is absolutely insane and crazy in my life. And thank God I have Jen helping me. Um, unable just to get the show started at two o'clock today with everything going on. I, I owe you. I owe you uh, a a a uh, explanation. I guess. So my buddy Christopher Hart's been trying to help do his part to help us reach our goal on the Barry on Deck Streamathon of $10,000, lofty goal. And uh, so he donated a whiskey grab bag package, 12,000, 12, 12, 12 bottles of whiskey, different varieties worth about $820 retail. And uh, we put it on our auction website for the streamathon and sold. The buy now price was eight fifty. Gone. My buddy Casey Brown bought it because he loved it, and he's a big bourbon guy now, so he bought it. Now, then, Mister Hart says, "Oh, you know what? Uh, let's 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 keep it going. Let me give you four VIP tickets to the Houston Whiskey Social next year. Five hundred dollar value. Cool. Put those on the site." Already up to $300. It's amazing. But is Mr. Hart done there? Oh, no, no. No, 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 no. Christopher Hart says no. He says, hey, why don't you come on my show, the Whiskey Neat Show, or the Whiskey Neat Podcast, and the Whiskey Neat Show on ESPN. Promote the Barry on Deck Streamathon, because the show will be uploaded on Friday morning, and people will see it, and then maybe they'll go to the site on Friday night for the Streamathon. I was like, you're such a wonderful guy. Thank you. So I show up today at the ESPN studios, by the way, super awk. Okay. Little awk. I didn't, I didn't really want to go see anybody while I was there. I was just like, uh, I'm good. So I snuck in the back door. (laughs) That's my style. And, um, but I did wear a mask today. Oh, what represent? I showed up. I showed up with my spicy boy mask on. Cause you got to fight the powers to be and uh, no, but I went in, I, I, I ran into a couple of old friends that worked there and said hello. And then uh, went and did the whiskey neat show at the ESPN studios there um, at, uh, at the ESPN, you know, whatever. And uh, so it was cool. It was great. So during the show, while we're filming, Christopher Hart goes, well, what all did I give you? I was like, well, you gave me a couple things, right? You gave me the bottles and you gave me the, the, the ticket. So you gave me two different items. He goes, no, it's three items. And I was like, it's three items. He goes, yeah, because I also have for you a bottle of Van Winkle 12 year old lot B. And I was like, dude, I have no idea what that means. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Guys, I shoot, I shoot Jameson and drink crown. I'm not a, I'm not a whiskey connoisseur. He goes, well, let me tell you this. 
He said Van Winkle Lot B, Van Winkle 12-year-old Lot B will retail for about 60 to 70 dollars. I was like, oh, okay, dude, that's fucking awesome. Because no, 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 no. He said that's what it'll retail for. But there's an entire secondary market uh that it will probably on average go for around nine hundred to a thousand dollars for the bottle. I was like, are you serious? He was like, yeah. I was like, Chris, you're gonna make me cry on your damn show and walt goes he's giving you a 12 year old (laughs) no he's giving me a 12 year old bottle of whiskey van winkle asshole so he goes yeah the bottle will go for about 900 dollars on the secondary market and here's what we need to do he said i'm giving you the bottle and i uh I want you to to put it on there and buy now price of $1,500. I was like, what? He goes, oh, it'll go for that. It'll go for that. I was like, are you serious? He's like, yeah, yeah, totally, easily. So we now have a new item uh, on the Streamathon auction, courtesy of Christopher Hart, uh, which is the 12-year-old Van Winkle Lot B. You, it's all on the site right now. It's up. It is uh, $1,500 by now, but you can bid on it to your heart's content. <laughs> Alan Dinsen said at that price, it better come with a server. Listen, I don't know enough about bourbon, but I'll say this. You should watch that episode. We had a lot of fun, as we always do, cutting up and having a good time, talking shit, making jokes, inappropriate, dirty jokes, all that stuff. But one thing he did say is he was like, you know what? I'm going to teach you. I'm going to take you under my wing and groom you to become a whiskey expert. I was like, I'm in. I am in. I'm in. So now I've got to hold him to that. Krista, I'm going to learn from the master. I'm going to learn from the best in the biz. It's kind of cool. This is like when Randy Lemon said the same thing. Now we'll see if, you know, he follows through like Randy Lemon did or didn't. But uh, yeah, it's dope. Um, I think I'm just going to have a bottle of Knob Creek for 30 bucks. Okay. Okay. I see you. Uh, now while I was there, I mentioned, I saw a couple of folks that used to work on like the culture map side, but of course I had to go over and say hello to my buddies. Um, both of whom I used to do a show with. So I popped my head into studio because the killer bees were on air currently. And then at, at, uh, uh, well, maybe they weren't, maybe they were on air, uh, until, until they're not on air now. They, they started, they end at three. Um, but they were on air doing their show. So I, I popped my head in the producer's room and uh, waved to Joel and Jeremy and uh, they were interviewing Chris Mortensen. So I waited until that was over, but got to give them both a hug and tell them thank you for their generosity. Cause if you don't know, we've got a kick ass rocket swag bag that was donated by the Houston Rockets, with like a shirt, a signed Mario Ellie photo, all kinds of rockets gear and that we have in the raffle. I mean, literally for 10 bucks, you could get all of that stuff. I don't even know what it all it is. I need a list of it. Um, and then Jeremy Branham stepped up and gave us a foursome at Elkins, which is in Huntsville, very exclusive and private club. So you're going to get that in the raffle. And then he doubled down and gave us not one, not two, but three pairs of tickets to UH men's basketball this season, ECU, SMU, and Temple. Yeah, so we've got three pairs of UH men's basketball tickets to give away in the raffle as well, which again, you put down 10 bucks on a ticket, you could win tickets to U of H. We have so much stuff, and I got to say, I'm very appreciative to Jeremy for doing that. He didn't have to do that. I'm very appreciative to Joel for doing that. He didn't have to do that. But I am, uh, I am most appreciative to the lady I'm putting on your screen right now, Donna, because... When we started all this, Donna said she's busy and she's not. But Donna has been an absolute bulldog and a bird dog and just amazing going out there and getting a lot of what is in our general raffle is courtesy of Donna and Jen just going out and hustling. So, Donna, sweetie, I love you to death. Thank you so much for helping us make this happen. And thank you to Jeremy and Joel for their generosity 
and and you know helping us raise this money. It's an amazing thing. So, and I want to say too, um, on the streamathon tomorrow from seven to nine at seven thirty, I'll be joined by Christopher Hart. So we'll talk a little bit with him. Joel Blank is going to join me at eight o'clock. We'll do the Rockets giveaway then, and then at eight twenty, Raheel Ramzanali is going to join me for the streamathon. So I've got some great guests lined up. A, a lot of you guys are going to love it. Uh, because you're probably fans of one or all three of those guys, but I did show up with my spicy boy uh, mask today, represented ESPN, and it was awesome. So, uh, and again, thank you to everybody that's been that's pitched in. I mean, I just I feel bad because if I try to name everybody, there's no doubt I'm going to forget it. But like Dan Seafood and Wings is one of the platinum sponsors of the streamathon, as is the Dallas Cowboys fan club, Houston, which is also a platinum sponsor. So Cece, thank you. She's gone out and gotten toys for Zoe's outreach. She's raised money. She's sponsoring. She let me come out and talk about the streamathon at one of the Dallas Cowboy fan club events. Like everybody's just been amazing and I'm so blessed and so thankful. And I really hope we reach our goal of $10,000 and I want you to know, man, it's it's all because of you guys. It's this is a this is definitely a community thing. I mean, Jen is doing a ton of work. I'm doing some work, but this is definitely a community thing. I mean, CC hustling, Donna hustling, Katie helping us get the site set up. It's just so much. While everybody, Chris, everybody does their part, and I just thank you all, man, uh, so much for making this dream a reality. Because I love doing this more than I love doing anything. So I'm so excited about tomorrow night. I can't wait. But we got a lot to get to today. We still got a show to do. Still have a show to do. Um, and we're going to do it. So first thing we got to do, by the way, you thought yesterday's show was underprepared. <laughs> Good luck with today's show. But we got to get to the greatest decade in the history of the world. And it is... Crystal I feel like uh, I feel like Bruce Buffer right there. Uh, Cece, first in the chat. Cece, the first super chat. Justin tried to Congo block. And my favorite part is if you scroll back and look at the beginning of the chat, she said, uh, Justin tried to bongo block. Womp, womp. <laughs> I love it when you talk shit, when you win, you get in, and then you, you beat the Congo block and talk shit. Uh, it's so good. Cece, thank you so much for being the greatest decade in the history of the world for the next... 40 minutes and then it's back to regular old CC, but I love regular old CC, so that's dope. CC, thank you so much. Thank you to everybody that showed up uh early for the show. There's a lot of you already here. I appreciate that. It was CC and Steven the Weather Guy and Justin Swinford and Matt Poche and TDP and Chris Reyes is here. I didn't even go live on Facebook, I don't think. I don't even think I set it up. I don't know how it worked. Matt Poche, Donna, Dandy Dan, John Dory, Keith. What's up, dude? Mark G. Hope you're feeling better, dude. Uh, Jen is here. Uriel, AJB, Billy Bernard, Clarence. What's up, dude? Clarence says, CC needs to come in first in something this week. Oh, that's low. Me and Clarence are playing each other in fantasy, and I'm going to whoop his bitch ass. Uh, what's up, VB? Good to see you, buddy. Joe Pro is here. Love me some Joe Pro. Alan Denson, what's up? You guys, Alan donated a set of bottles and lamps for the for the uh, auction. So if you've been wanting one of those and had had a chance, you can win those bottles and lamps from Alan. So that is awesome. Tony is here. Marty, what's up, fam? Marty's here. Tony said happy Kwanzaa. Okay, well, happy Kwanzaa to you, Tony. You handsome son of a bitch. Uh, who else is here? Francisco, what's up, dude? Francisco donated. I'm See, I'm telling you. I, I hesitated going through and listing everybody because like Alan and Cece and Cisco and and uh, 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 Donna and like I just I'm going to fuck this up. So I've got to gather myself, make my list so that I can thank everybody properly either Friday night or Monday uh, on the show. I just I don't I don't want to miss anybody, but you've all made this amazing and wonderful and everybody that's buying tickets and 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 bidding. Like, this is all a team effort, so props and kudos to everybody. Terrence, what's up, dude? Sandoval, good to see you, buddy. Thanks for being here, man. Uh, wow, what's up, man? Who else is here? Alex Villanueva, Cilio's here. What's up, dude? What's up? I think I say it wrong, and I probably do, and I'm sorry, Celio. Celio. How do you say it, Celio? Is it Celio or Celio? He said, hoodie on, head down. There you go. Um, Sandoval, what's up, pimp? Lisa, real, real. Lisa donated a cake. Uh, Alex's cakes. 
who's amazing. I'm probably going to have to get Nora and uh, buy some tickets for that because that'll come in handy. What's up, Dandy Dan? Sandoval. Man, everybody's here. I dig this. House, what's up, Playboy? Speaking of house, Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Good to see you, sweetie. Who else? Who else? I think I'm missing some people. I think I'm, I think I got everybody. I think I'm good. Who'd I miss? Did I miss anybody? Hula Rock, what's up, fam? What is up, dude? Good to see you, man. Y'all, so I was in San Antonio once on a gig, and I met my dude. We'll call him Hula Rock because that's what it is in there. We went out and played golf, and the weirdest shit I've ever seen happen on a golf course in my life happened. So they just paired me up with these cats, and they were great. Him and his, his friends were amazing. And um, one of his friends was really bad at golf, like sucked at golf, like almost like me. And he's and he hits a ball so bad, he slices it like our golf cart is next to him. And he slices it so bad that the ball flies into our cart, which we're not in, by the way, thank God, and hits the key. And breaks the freaking key off in the, the, the little plastic thing. Goes flying like a projectile across the golf course. The ball comes to a stop. But the key is broken. The plastic thing has flown. I have never in my life seen anyone break a golf cart key with a golf ball on a swing. It was the most magically hilarious and dangerous thing I've ever seen. But I met him uh, in San Antonio. So whenever I'm out there, we always try to hook up and go play some golf when possible. What's up, Brandon Hannon? Good to see you, buddy. TDP, Total Dallas, SMU game is on the U of H ticket list. ECU, SMU, and Temple. It's a dope-ass deal, man, I'm telling you. We'll probably do those uh, individually, uh, giving them away. What's up, Uzi? Good to see you, homie. Uh, who else is here? Did I get everybody? I think I did. All right, Will, what's up, man? You missed me. I'm sorry, Will. I would never do that on purpose. I promise you. Uh, Chris said, did you have to pay for the golf cart? I, I don't, it wasn't my cart. I was like, I was riding with somebody, but no, I think it was just an accident. They just, I don't even know how they got the key out to be honest with you. I don't even know how they got the key out. The physics of that sounds suspicious. No, I mean, Hula Rock can tell you that's exactly what happened. That is exactly what happened. So don't be uh don't be a hater. All right, let's do this. Uh, I don't have a lot to get to. I do want to remind you, if you didn't know the second annual Barry on deck streamathon. This Friday, 7 to 9 p.m., all every single dime that we raise is going to go towards Zoe's outreach, which is when we when we decided to do this, Jen and I talked about, and Jerry Bow and a few others last year, we wanted to have a charity that kind of flies under the radar, and that's exactly what we've done again this year. Jen found and vetted and uh, vouches for Zoe's outreach, and that's good enough for me, and that's who we went with, and she's doing some amazing things. Uh, the whole charity, the whole organization is doing amazing things for our homeless, for our communities bringing a winter wonderland to those uh, who are less fortunate and and maybe can't afford to have a fun and, and, and wintry Christmas. So it's going to be a very cool thing that she does. Uh, we're going to be out there on Saturday helping her volunteer and do one of her events and hopefully present her with a nice check for uh, for $10,000 or more thanks to you guys. So should be dope, but that is the stream-a-thon. It all comes to a close Saturday, uh, or excuse me, this Friday, December 17th, starts at 7 p.m. It's over at 9 p.m. And our goal, our goal, our goal is to raise $10,000. I'm nervous, but I'm excited because no matter what we do, it's going to work. Uh, oh, we'll see with the sneaker. Ch- Bro, you got cool. Oh, come on, fam. We'll see. Got in some cool grays. That's dope, dude. I was going to go after it. And I was like, I don't have the money to do it. But my sneaker check, uh, I had to get I had to get fancy for for Christopher Hart. I, uh, I had to. I had to rock the, uh, what are these called? Uh, shot something. So these are the, uh, what are they? Not LL Bean. I don't know what they're called. Uh, kill shots. These are called kill shots, and you can only get them from like, not, I don't know. Is it LL Bean? J. Crew? Is it J. Crew or LL Bean? I don't remember what the hell it is, but they always sell out. So yeah, I got me some kill shots on today. That's what I'm rocking. Um, also, hey, I uh, had a Christmas party last night with Jerome and the TV folks, and that was a lot of fun. So uh, maybe drink a little bit. When are you wearing your new Crocs? I wear them all the time. I had them on the first day I got them. Uh, truck driver Pookie said he took 10 L's trying to get the cool grades. It ain't easy, bro. It ain't easy. You should have hit up my dude, uh, Jerry Bo. He's got them bots like crazy. <laughs> Tony said, I'm so glad I'm not into sneakers. It sounds expensive. Oh, it is. But it's like being into bourbon. Shit, that's expensive too. 
It seems like any hobby you get into is expensive. Cigars are expensive. Bourbon is expensive. Sneakers are expensive. I mean, most hobbies end up getting expensive, it feels like. Unless your hobby is just taking naps. That's pretty cheap. So, uh, let's talk a little Urban Meyer. Well, actually, you know what? Yesterday, we didn't talk this, and I, I did want to mention. I didn't want to go a whole show, but and then I wanted to bring up something that Shock said. Um, so, Steph Curry, as you guys know, if you're a sports fan, you already know this already. Um, <laughs> no, KB Holmes, it's not true. But Steph Curry breaks the three-point record. We didn't get to it yesterday. Now is the uh, uh, the lone sits atop the three points made category in the NBA. Good for him. And I thought Shock made an interesting point on his Twitter account. Excuse me, if you don't know Mike Liebeshock, uh He said, now I got to listen to all these so-called experts tell me that Steph Curry is the greatest shooter of all time. And I was like, well, because he is. And he was like, no, 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 you misunderstood the tweet. What I'm saying is we've known this for years now. This isn't something new where all of a sudden Steph is good. I was like, oh, that's a good point. And yeah, there are going to be people that are like, well, that does it for me now. Like, bro, Steph has been the best shooter ever for many years now. And people would argue with you, Ray Allen or Reggie Miller or, you know, like old white dudes is going to throw in Larry Bird no matter what. Well, Larry Bird, I'll shut up. Shut up, Paul, okay? No one gives a shit about Larry Bird. Nobody. Nobody. Yeah, but me and the fellas were down to the fish hole, and we figured it was either Bob Cousy. No, Paul. No old guys. Old guys can't shoot. Not from distance. Not okay. Although Bird was cold with it, though. Bird was cold with it. Um, He's top five? Yeah? Shooters? Maybe? I don't know. Um... Steph Curry is without a doubt, and yeah, there's going to be a lot of people that try to jump on that bandwagon, but I think as long as, I don't give a shit about that as much, as long as at the end of the day, we all settle on the fact that, yes, he is the greatest shooter of all time, he owns all the, 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 the he owns that record, which is the the mark of a great shooter, so uh, props to Steph Curry, he kind of did it his way, and they were talking about it, and he really did revolutionize the current iteration of NBA basketball, because a lot of teams moved away from low post play and even, you know, wing play and perimeter play. And now it is a three point game. And that has a lot to do in large part to the man on your screen. That, that dude, Steph Curry. I love that jersey, by the way. I don't know why, but damn, I love that jersey. That's, a, I mean, I wouldn't wear it, obviously, but that's a, that's a dope ass jersey. Uh, one thing I did want to get to, and we've only, like I said, short show, no three hour Thursday, it's a one hour Thursday. Um, <laughs> KB Holmes said, uh, huh, ESPN's having signal issues. Same day Barry's in studio. Hmm. Now that's not blame the weather and the isotopes and the, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I love the Davidson Jersey in the back. Oh, okay. Yeah. See, I kind of more like the Warriors Jersey. The Davidson Jersey's fine, but the. The Warriors jerseys, I like those. I dig those for some reason. They're uh, they're they're fancy. I like them. Uh, bird, bird, bird is the word. No, stop that. Stop that. Stop that. Stop that. Um, Gary Bird. No, also not the greatest shooter in, in the world. Not the greatest. <laughs> that might have been the case. That might have been the case. He's going to say something illegal. Uh, <laughs> go there. There's a hair on my lens. I just got to get that off. It was bothering me. Cherry, what's up, girly girl? Cherry said, you know how that partly sunny weather really messes with signals? No, that's they. That's what they say. Listen, I'm just telling you what we were told is on-air personalities, talent. I don't know. People use the word talent all the time, and it's kind of stupid. Um, but they would be like, well, it's the signal and the weather and the the bounce. And I'm like, okay. Why is this the only station in town that really has these issues? I don't hear 104 or 96.5 or anybody else having a problem when it gets cloudy. I digress. What's up, Rob? There's another one that's been helping out. What up? I didn't get the programming note. Yeah, that's my bad. It's not my bad. Where you, did you show up at two? Like, hey, what's going on, everybody? Where'd everybody go? 
Well, we're all here. We're here till we're here until four o'clock. No three-hour show today, uh, but you get an extra show this week, so that's kind of cool. Well, kind of. We didn't have a show Monday. It's what it is. Um, I want to talk Urban Meyer for a minute, folks. Actually, I want to talk three coaches. I want to talk Urban Meyer for a minute, but I also want to talk David Culley and Matt Rule out in Carolina. But let's talk Urban Meyer if you've been living under a rock. Um, the Jacksonville Jags have decided to move on from Urban Meyer effective immediately. And they still haven't worked out what they're going to pay him or what they're going to owe him. They feel like they have cause because he kicked a former player. Uh, one of the former kickers came out and said, yeah, during practice, he came up to me. He's like, hey, make your kicks, shithead, and kicked me in the leg. And I don't know how much of that is exaggeration. Could it have been like, hey, or was it like a, hey, dipshit. And then he like stepped back and ran and kicked the shit out of him. You know, you, it, I'm sure it's somewhere in between. It wasn't probably a love tap like Urban Meyer wants you to believe. Like, oh, it was just like a, hey, hey, kid, make your, you know, something else. But it wasn't just that, right? It was the holding the chick like a bowling ball at the club. Uh, it was the 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 dis, the the dysfunction early losing the locker room early it was the, the people coming out and saying stuff called his assistant coaches losers and then they leaked that and then he said i'm gonna fire whoever leaked it and that got out it was like bro what just everything was a mess from start to finish with urban meyer and when you're trying that's that's all off the field stuff this has really nothing to do with what's taking place on the field and then that was a disaster. He wasn't good at what he was doing. And let's be honest. A lot of people will tell you that Trevor Lawrence hasn't developed this year like he should have for the amount of hype and 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 whatnot that came with drafting him as the number one pick. And I think that you got to blame Urban Meyer for that as well. He probably thought he was walking into a bunch of pros and I don't have to worry about it. Well, you got to have to teach that kid. And he hasn't done that. So, oh yeah, the, a Tuesday nut grab. What was that? He grabs him by his nuts. Danny Dan said, Urban Meyer seemed to have way too big of an opinion of himself. Well, when you have that level of success, that's going to happen, right? B.O.B. was the same way. Bill O'Brien, great opinion of himself, I'm sure. Although his level of success and Urban Meyer's level of, of success in the college game was not the same. Um, so I, I, it, it, it is, uh, it's not surprising that he was the first one out simply because I mean, look, you know, Dan Campbell in Detroit, they've been close a couple times, David Cully in Houston, you, you kind of knew what you were getting into. He's hey, what the hell's going on. What? We got a game. <laughs> so happy to be here, folks. I think of the, uh, and and then, I mean, Matt Rule is a whole different thing we'll discuss here in just a second. But I, I think that with Urban Meyer, you expected more, especially with getting the number one pick and, 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 and whatnot. And I just, I don't think he's, I don't think he has lived up to his end of the bargain. And like somebody said, he's, he's like, I'm the man. This is, this is, I'm the man. I, I'm, I deserve this. So not a surprise that Urban Meyer uh, was let go. Probably the right choice. Got five, signed a five-year deal. So they've got about four years plus left that they may have to pay him, but the right move. Now the question becomes, in my mind, who's next? If I made you wager chat, you could pick one or the other. Who would be the next to go? Would it be David Culley? Will it be Dan Campbell of the Lions, David Culley of the Houston Texans, Dan Campbell of the Detroit Lions, or will it be Matt Rule of the Carolina Panthers? I'm going to tell you right now, I started looking through Twitter yesterday a little bit while I had a moment. All right, I was pooping. Uh, and Carolina fans absolutely hate Matt Rule. They hate him. Already. I mean, this is a dude that had Sam Darnold looking like 
Joe Montana for the first couple weeks of the season. It was it was pretty impressive. But now they're like, ah, oh, he's just he's just making Cam a scapegoat. And he called him out in the media. And he's doing like they they literally hate this dude. The way that Texans fans hated Bill O'Brien is kind of they're they're approaching that level of hate with Matt Rule. So Matt Nagy, uh Matt Nagy's another name being thrown in there. I guess I should have included that. And Joe Judge. Okay, listen, god damn it. We can't list 5,000 coaches. It was really more about the worst three teams, the worst three records right now. Chicago doesn't have one of the worst three records. I know Carolina doesn't, but I absolutely, I saw the hate. That's why I was asking about Matt Rule. Um, but there are a lot of coaches that could be and would be and should be and will be on the hot seat. But I think the question becomes, who... Who amongst those? I'm not I'm not throwing Nagy in there. I'm not throwing Joe Judge. I want to know who do you think amongst the three that I gave you, Campbell, Cully, or Rule, will be the first one to go. Because I think that a lot of folks would tell you it might be David Cully, and I don't think so. I don't believe that to be the case. I think they're going – David Cully is Bo Porter, all right? And for you Astros fans, for you – Houston sports fans that don't remember, I'll refresh you, and maybe some of you may be watching from elsewhere in San Antonio or around the country. We don't have around the country. Bo Porter was the bridge during the 100 loss seasons to get you through the rebuild and into A.J. Hinch. And I think exactly what the Astros did, the Texans are trying to do. They're in the midst of a rebuild. And what they're going to do is they're going to fade David Culley's inexperience and, for lack of a better word, inability to be a good head coach. And he doesn't have a lot to work with, so no knock on that. But I think they're going to fade that for a year or two while they draft and get some good young players into the fold now that they'll have some draft picks, especially once they trade Deshaun Watson, whenever that occurs. And so Coley will be the guy to get them to the man. And that next guy that they bring in has to be their A.J. Hinch, though. So if we believe that Nick Casario is the Jeff Luno, then he's got to go out and find his A.J. Hinch. But right now, you got Bo Porter. And you just know that. You're like, okay, Bo Porter it is. That's fine. Um... But we'll see. Hopefully what they don't do is go out and get one of these retreads that are kind of bouncing around or go to college because somebody posted a a tweet of like the, uh, hold on, what's going on over here? Make sure everything's kosher. Get on Podbean. Okay, we're good over there. Yep, we got uh, five listening on the Podbean. That's dope. Nick and Jared and Mr. Reyes. Oh, we got four now. Five online, four listening. All right. Uh, he's the greatest now because his dad couldn't literally beat his ass in the low post without going to jail. I don't know what that, I don't know what that means. Um, so I don't know who it is, but they, somebody posted a, a tweet of records for college coaches in the NFL. And this is going to tell you how bad it is. One of the few guys that had a winning record was Bill O'Brien. What? They had the Matt Rules and the, you know, Kingsbury, uh, but they had like, you know, Butch Davis and, oh, it's just, it's just awful. It's just absolutely awful. So hopefully, oh, you shut your damn mouth, Terrence. You shut your stupid dumb mouth. Don't you dare put that evil on us, Ricky Bobby. Terrence said, Jason Garrett, the new Texans head coach. No, we don't need Sir Claps a lot. No, no. Everybody knows how to clap here. We're good. You go, go clap it and clap it somewhere else, buddy. I want the next, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm just going to, y'all know what I'm about to say. If you listen to this show or you know me at all, and you know my affinity for certain coaches in the NFL. What am I about to say? What am I about to say, chat? I want the next. Who am I going to say? We're going to see who really knows 
this show and my preferences uh, in the NFL landscape. If I'm wishing for the next type of coach, who is it? First one to say Bill O'Brien's getting banned from the show. Don't you don't come at me with that Bill O'Brien dumbass. Oh, we got the answer over on the pod bean. Yep, everybody. No, Mike Leach. Okay, well, now. <laughs> I love me some Mike Leach just because he's funny. But yeah, Omar Epps, yes, Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin is the answer. Congratulations to everybody. That I want the next Mike Tomlin. That's what I want. I want the next Mike Tomlin. I don't need, I mean, Leach would be fun. Mike, going out and getting Mike Leach, you might as well. He's like Jerry Glanville 2.0. That's it. He, he's, yeah, I want an old white guy. That's what I want. Hey, listen, back in line, you're either you're either five minutes early or you're late. Settle down, Coughlin. No one gives a shit anymore. This is 2021, not 1921. Okay? Go sit down, my, uh, Tom. Uh, no, I, I want the next Mike Tomlin and it, and it's not that he's like, Oh, the next black head coach or any of that. I'm sure some of you think that no, it, that has nothing to do with it. Mike Tomlin as a football coach, as a motivator, as a respected man in the locker room who has the players respect, but also has their back. He's a player's coach, but he's a respect because there's being a player's coach where everybody's your buddy, but no one respects you or listens to you. There's being an authoritarian where no one likes you, but they do what you say because that's their check. Mike Tomlin is the perfect balance and blend of those two things because he was young, but he was successful and he was good at what he did, and they knew that. That's the kind of coach I want. I don't need a, no. I said, Wade Phillips, good Lord. No, God, no. I mean, Wade was funny. Wade's funny, but no. Titan Hugo said Kevin Sumlin on Podbean. No, Titan Hugo, not a, no, no. I wish I could extract the chat from the Podbean and just put it over here. It'd be so much easier to read. No, no, no. No, not Kevin Sumlin. I don't want a college coach. There's an NFL coach out there. I don't know if Eric Bieniemy is the guy. Uh, there is a coordinator out there. Is Dan Reeves still alive? God, no, no, no. Stop naming old white guys. Stop naming old white guys. Stop naming college coaches and stop naming black coaches just because they're black. And so is Mike Tomlin. You guys are racist. You're ageist. You're racist. You're idiots. Okay. I don't know who it is. I'd have to go look. Uh, Rob from So Smoking Gooder Show said D'Amico Ryans. He's been doing John Madden. Okay, you know what? <laughs> I'm gonna beat your ass, <laughs> John Madden. Boom! That's the guy. Is Madden even alive? I really don't know. I'm being honest with you. Whenever, if I ever ask you guys, is so and so alive? I really don't know. I I mean that. I really don't know. Leftwich could be the next Tomlin. Brian Leftwich. Oh, that's a good one, Justin. That's what I'm talking about. Jason Gear. Okay, D Mata. If I could punch you through the internet, I would punch you right in the gullet. Just right. Bam! Right in the gullet. Madness still alive. Good. And he'll live forever in video games. Deion Sanders is doing things. Oh, we got to talk about that too before we get out of here. We got 15 minutes left in the show. I don't know who the next coach is, but I want them to be the next Mike Tomlin for the Houston Texans. I mean, I want this team to do good, despite what everybody thinks. Um, but, see, Matt goes, really? He's alive? See? See? What? Uh, what is this? Travesty. What's a travesty? Johnny leans back. Too cool for school, you bozos. That's a great name. I don't know who you are, but dude, welcome to the show. That's a hilarious name. What is travesty? What's a travesty besides my face? What's a travesty, Johnny? Mr. Too Cool for School. Uh, yeah, Andy Reid. I mean, he worked out, Donna, but he's still kind of a retread. I want young, innovative, respected. Right? That's what I want. So we'll see. I don't know that they're... Listen, it's the Texans. They're going to go out and get uh, a former uh, New England Patriot assistant for Bill Belichick who's not done shit. 
It's probably going to be, uh, what's his name? The OC up there, not Kiffin. Um, oh, what's his name? He was going to go to the Colts, and then he left. He said, never mind, I'm not going to the Colts. Demonis said, I miss those six-legged turkeys. I miss turduckets. I miss just making up food. Hey, anybody want a, 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 a crawl shrimp? A crawl shrimp cat? Uh, a crawl shrimp cat shark? Crawl shark shrimp cat. What? Like, bro, stop just shoving food into other food and telling us that it's something. McDaniels, Josh McDaniels. There you go. I don't need a Bill Belichick coaching tree disciple. We've been down that path. Like, I just, I just want, I don't know. Hopefully, here's what is it? Here's the deal. Here's the deal, people. Hopefully, if we're all lucky, Joe Gibbs. All right, CC is getting a timeout. CC, you time yourself out right now. Right now. Just kidding. Hopefully, hopefully, this is what happens. The Steelers, are, they're starting to shit the bed already. They're already kind of bad. They meander their way into the top to five pick. And Tomlin goes, I can't do this shit no more. I don't want to go through a rebuild. And the Texans, meanwhile, have been rebuilding. And then all of a sudden, Mike Tomlin says, hey, man, I'm out. I don't want to be here anymore. And the Texans go, well, we've got a new quarterback that we drafted and all these young guys. We've got Thibodeau uh, on the defensive end. And, oh, my God, we've got all these receivers. And we haven't given anyone away. You should come. to." And then he comes to Houston. Super Bowl! Right after that. Would love that. Would absolutely love that. Gruden is free. There you go. I've never, honestly, Donna, I've never had a turducken. Not in my life. I've had turkey. I've had duck. And I've had chicken. But I've not had a turducken. They need to do like the the Louisiana version of the turducken. Which is like squirrel, rabbit, and frog. Like a first first scroggit. A squirt, uh, a fro scroggit. Yeah, there you go. Mmm, mm, that's a Christmas tradition I can get behind. Uh, a, a raw girl. No, that sounds creepy. I'm trying to combine a squirrel, a frog, a fro, a squibbit. <laughs> well, you got to have frog in there. Oh, because ribbit. <laughs> okay. A squibbit. Yeah. A, a, that's so close. A squibbit. We're almost there, CC. Cages will come up with some weird shit. They'll be like, all right, so what we did is we shoved a frog into a squirrel's mouth, and then we shoved the squirrel up a rabbit's ass, and then we fed that to an alligator, and then we threw the alligator in a wood chipper, and we chopped it up into fine little pieces, and we fed those to crawfish, and that's how you make etouffee. You're like, what the fuck? What? No. Well, it's how we make it down here in the bayou. Uh, Donna dropping some Cliff Clavin facts on us. Paul Prudhomme originated the turd duck and can't get any more Cajun than that. Well, there you go. There you go. There you go. Total said Tomlin wouldn't sign with such a shatty front office. Yeah, that's part of the problem. Part of the problem. <laughs> Give me home's new menu item at Dan's. Yeah, get your squibbit right over here. Squab it. Come get your squab it. Uh, I like that squirrel rabbit, the ribbit. Yeah, okay. I like it. I'm going to come up with new foods. I think every culture should have a turducken style. Like, turducken is now white people's shit. Well, I think every culture should have their own. Like, like, um, like Nora, uh, like Mexicans would have like chupacabra and, uh, cucuy. <laughs> okay. Now I'm just using made up things to eat. That's not possible. You can't eat the boogeyman. I mean, you can, but it's kind of weird. Uh, put a squibbit on the auction. <laughs> hey guys. <laughs> Get some squibbit. <laughs> Verga King. No. 
I'm not falling for it again, CC. You're not getting me twice in one decade. Uh, okay. Oh, hey, tonight, don't forget, it's Thursday, people. Now, I will not be able to make it, but I will be at the Houston Improv tonight. But there is a Sports Riot Live, so do not forget that. There is a Sports Riot Live, twitch.tv forward slash Sports Riot Live tonight. Co-sidecasting, uh, I should say, sidecasting the um, the game tonight, which I'll be honest with you, I've been so damn busy, I don't even know who's playing is chargers chiefs right that's tonight i think yeah i think actually i bet on it last night um how did this get by us by the way i know how because justin we have had our head down and i am so so sorry when is it justin you guys we got to stop pause for the cause let me get my shot glass even though i've literally drank bourbon all morning with christopher hart we're not doing this Oh, yeah. Jen has been super busy. So Jen's usually the one that lets me know, hey, it's so-and-so's birthday. So Justin, we failed you. I have failed you. Jen has failed you. But this community will not fail you. We raise a glass in your honor. And please make sure you provide your Venmo and PayPal to the deckheads. They always show each other love on their birthdays. And you, sir. Are no different. Joe OG Mod, that is true. <sighs> Justin, buddy, we love you. You know that. You're my dude. You're my ace. I love you to death, man. You're kind of my uh, my side producer. Justin will be like, hey, where should I eat seafood today, Laminac? And I'll be like, oh, shit, I got to do my read. So, buddy, I love you. I hope you have the absolute best day of your life today, my friend. I hope you get some roadhead or a hand job or whatever it is you're into. Uh, buddy, happy birthday, my friend. I appreciate you, your support uh, more than you know. Congratulations on being born, dude. What the hell just happened there? All down the front of me. Now I'm going to smell like a wino. What's up, Ray? I'm going to smell like a... Like, I'm, like I drink a lot. Oh, yeah, I do. Um, Boy, there's a big difference. And Christopher Hart was making fun of me for drinking. He's like, yeah, you drink Jameson. I see what you do. I'm like, okay, I'm learning shit. I am out of practice, Chris. They, that just went everywhere. That was not good. A little... little Irish whiskey bukkake right there at the end of the show. That's never a good thing. Hey, uh, thank you to everybody that's tuned in. I appreciate you. Sorry it was short notice. Sorry it uh, wasn't a full show. But And sorry, Justin, that we didn't um, acknowledge your birthday on our own. I, I, I do apologize for that. But we have been swamped. And, and um, Sometimes stuff falls through the cracks, unfortunately, but it, it is not a slight and it's not that we don't love you, buddy, because you know we do. Uh, so let's do this. That's a wrap. So, oh, one more thing. If you are a member of. <laughs> Justin said that was that was way hotter than the roadhead or the hand job. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's uh, by the way, so tomorrow we will have a show 11 to 1, probably cut it short at 1230. Sorry, guys. Uh, so tomorrow we're going to do a show from 11 to 1230. I want to remind everybody, if you haven't been active on the Discord for whatever reason, because I guess some of you guys have lives or whatever. If you are a member of the Patreon, we are doing our Patreon-only raffle. You don't have to be active on the Discord to get involved in this. I will post the information on Patreon as well. But basically what we did last year, we're going to do again. The Patreon-only raffle is a chance for you guys to kind of get together and win a little cash and basically help the charity at the same time, okay? So you can buy up to 10 tickets. They're $5 each. So for 50 bucks, you get 10 tickets max. You throw that in the pool, 
$3 from every ticket for the Patreon only deckhead raffle goes directly to the charity to Zoe's outreach. We're going to give her $3 of every one. So if you, if you buy 10, we're giving her 30 bucks to the charity. The other 20 goes into the pot tomorrow on this show, right before we go off air at 1230 or one somewhere in there, I'm going to do the drawing and everybody that entered the Patreon only deckhead raffle, we're going to do the drawing and one person is going to win that pot. So the pot might be $20, $100, $300. The more tickets that you guys buy, the more you have a chance of winning and the more you could win. But most importantly, the more we're going to be able to raise and donate to Zoe's outreach to help the people that need it in our community. So that's going to go down tomorrow. Excuse me. Uh, right here on the show, right before we go off air, we're going to be able to find out who won a little money for Christmas. So it's a great way to do it. Please go get those tickets. Please buy raffle tickets for the other stuff. Please bid on the auction items. Please do what you can. I love you guys to death. Uh, whatever you can do is appreciated. All right. TDP said he got his 10 tickets already. Dopeness, my friend. Thank you. Don't forget, we start tomorrow at 11 a.m. Put it on your calendar. 11 a.m. We will get started tomorrow with another edition. Hopefully, I'll be more prepared. Probably not. So much to do. I was supposed to be like, you see, I got my cricket over here. I was supposed to be printing shirts. That was part of what I, I owe some people merch. So far behind. We're going to get it, though. Hey, man. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Love you, boo-boo. I love you all. I'm so excited about the streamathon. I'll be honest with you. I want to hit that goal of $10,000. But I don't care at the end of the day if we do or don't. Because we all have done our part and will do our part. And that means more to me than anything. So, yeah, I'm excited about tomorrow. It's going to be a fun, busy, long day, but fun. So I'll see you guys tomorrow until I see you tomorrow at 11 a.m. And then again at 7 o'clock p.m. for the streamathon. Do me three favors. Be safe. Be kind. Buy those raffle tickets. And most important, love each other. Because I love you.